Yo, 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 what's up, brothers and sisters? Man, we back at it. Um, tonight, we're going to take a little deep dive on current events. So we talking about the last week. Uh, this is going to be a week in review. So come on, man, let's take this ride, brothers and sisters. So with the Black Cool, we are back at it. So today, um, I'm going to be discussing what I seen last week and uh, a lot of things that have trickled down and um, things that are that are happening in the world. So number one is uh, Gabrielle Union. Of course, everybody heard her speech last weekend. Uh, just a bunch of nothing mixed with a bunch of nothing and, you know, She's never spoken out on the behalf of black people in general, uh, black Americans to be specific. All the stuff that we went through with George Floyd, uh, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, Breonna Taylor, um, which she is, is some Johnny come lately. She's a clout chaser. She's using that young boy. Um, they done changed the gender. They done changed the sex, put a wig on a young man and I'm not here to tell people what to do with their children. I'm just here to tell people, let your children grow up. Let them make those decisions when they get older. We have to stop treating our children like they are our friends. So today I seen a little thing and everybody was like, well, kids have opinions. Kids have feelings. Yes, they do. But they have opinions. Um, Kids have children. I mean, I'm, I'm tripping. I said our children are, are our children. We're here to guide them on the straight and narrow path. They're supposed to be better than us. We're not supposed to raise them to be us. We're supposed to raise them better than what we were raised. Even some of our backgrounds aren't the best. I'm not here to tell my daughter, oh, you know, you can't go outside. You can't do this. I'm trying to da, 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 da. listen as a father. I'm telling people as a father of two, soon to be three. You have to take control of your children because they will go off the rails if you don't. All this and Dwayne Wade gets up on stage and you were born to be a girl. And that's what you are rightfully so. And I'm just looking at myself like I give him all the credit for supporting his child. But I also shame him because it's just certain stuff as a father I'm not letting fly. Like, you're not putting on a wig. If you're going to be gay, you're going to be gay. Whatever the case may be, that's what you are. That's who you want to be. Be my guest. You're old enough to make that decision in, in my eyes. At that point, okay, that's what you are. Not going to say you was or wasn't born that way because I don't get into that. My personal beliefs about that will stay to myself because people will find it controversial. But one thing I'm not going to let you do. We ain't. We ain't. Um, we not putting no wig on you. We not changing your gender. We not changing your sex. We not doing none of that. We not doing any of that. These. 
oh man, uh, trans women are women and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm not here to refute what you're talking about. The problem that we are facing as a people and that I see is we play on mental how should I frame this? We play on people's psyche. So as a child, their psyche is already fragile. You have to build that psyche up. So if they go out and they start seeing this stuff or they go out and they see these people, um, um, what they're doing is they're bringing um, drag queens in to do shows for kids. And I'm just looking like you're opening your child up to craziness, craziness that they shouldn't even be a... a, a open to at that age all of a sudden when Gabrielle Union gets into the picture and Dwayne Wade takes full custody of his child this crazy sister happy they hire some gay nanny and I'm like yo it's nothing against that but at the end of the day I don't know what happened to that child. Children are susceptible to all type of things. And that's why I said we have to protect our children. And I'm not saying, oh, they this, that, and the third. But you don't know what people do to your kids because you don't know this person. Um, You, you don't know. So a lot of the time, what we're doing is... We're playing into these these fallacies that, you know, children are old enough that they're not old enough to make their own decisions. They don't have the mental capacity to make their own decisions at 11, 12, 13. You're still guiding them. You're still raising them. Of course, you're going to support your child in anything that they do. You're going to do it. So as the problem that we facing as people is we're going to fall into this whole thing of listening to these people that don't give a damn about you. And, uh, and all this stuff is a part of white supremacy is to, to, to mentally, physically castrate us, to stop us from procreating. That's my assessment on that. Like I said, that's not Gabrielle Union's son or daughter or whatever. That's not her child. She shouldn't be making any decisions that have anything to do with that child unless all three of them agree with it. The mom, Dwayne Wade, if they all agree on it, if those two agree on it, then she has to agree with it. Now, it's different if the mother wasn't active, but she can't be active because they took custody of the child. So, you know, I'm not going to get personal and get deep into the, you know, everything that go that went on with Dwayne Wade and his wife. I can't get deep or personal with it because I don't know. And I'm not trying to unpack that. My issue is let that child be a child before they start making these crazy ass decisions, because it could be when they turn 18, like, damn, 
this is not what I wanted to do. I was influenced by somebody and I've seen one of these people say this. They said at like 20, they decided to go on this trans journey. And then when they decided to not be a trans man anymore, that they said, you know what? I fucked my body up because I was taking pills that destroyed my hormones. You're taking pills to stop your period. That is not natural. You're supposed to have a period to clean your body out. Like, when are we going to sit up here and start having these discussions about everything is trusted science when it comes to that shot or that jab or the potion or the elixir? It's trusted science when it comes to that, but everything else is, you know what? We can, it's 111 genders. And I'm like, what the frick is y'all talking about, man? It's not, it's two. Now, if you want to do this or you want to do that, you want to alter your body, go ahead and alter your body. That's to your own prerogative of what you wanted to do. Stop bringing people into y'all madness. It's a mental illness. It is a mental illness. It is a mental illness, man. That shit is a mentally a mental illness. And we need to start having those type of conversations about that. But I will tell you, <laughs> look at the DSM before 1974. And that's all I'm going to say on that. But um, yeah, man, that, that, that's just a tough spot to be in, especially as a father. And you just seeing it how kids are just easily manipulated because they don't have the mental capacity to understand what's right or wrong unless you're teaching them. So we was having these other discussions and stuff like, um, um, Chris Rock did his little special. Um, it was live. It's called Selective Outrage. And um, man, uh, where do I start? <laughs> I mean, listen, I didn't watch it, but from what I hear in the clips that I've seen, I want to tell these people something. Leave Michael Jackson alone. That's aside from me being a Michael Jackson fan, a fanatic for real. Like, I'm really, that that was one, like, if not my favorite musician of all time. Between him and freaking James Brown. And I'm saying musicians. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. Leave that man alone, man. Let that man rest. He was not, he was found not guilty. But Chris Rock did this in 2004 when everybody was against Mike. I didn't laugh. You know, he said, I'm done with Michael. And like the only thing funny that, that about that joke he did in 04 was when he talked about Jermaine Jackson. And he said, I gotta wipe my TV off because his hair's so greasy. He's just a greasy nigga. That was funny, man. But now it's like 
Yeah, the, the crowd didn't even laugh at the joke because they already know, like, bro, you still trying to push this home to, you trying to dog a dead black man to uplift another one that's in jail. Well, y'all play Michael Jackson, but y'all don't play R. Kelly, selective outrage. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, bro. Like, they did the same crime. But R. Kelly's in jail right now, brother. Michael Jackson never served a day in jail and had the FBI on him from 91 to 2001. Or was it 2003? Took him there, he was found not guilty. Had nothing to do with money because he was going broke when he was getting them damn lawyers. So, to bring everything into context, they investigated that man for 12 years and found nothing. When the FBI investigates you, wiretaps and all type of stuff, you, you know, it's let it go, motherfucker. Let it go. Let it go. The OJ jokes and uh, like, let that shit go, bro. OJ was found not guilty. Let that shit go, my G. It's time to let all that shit go. But, um, well, you know, of course, the slap from last year with, with Will Smith, he talked about that. And honestly, I'm not mad at him for getting his shit off. Like, let him get his shit off. He wanted to do that. Let him get his shit off, bro. That's what he wanted to do. Let him get his shit off. That's how he felt. Let him get his shit off, bro. That's what he wanted to do. Let him get his shit off. I don't blame him. But I see why Will Smith slapped his ass, bro. I see Rob. I see why Will Smith slapped that motherfucker, bro. I see why. I see why he slapped that motherfucker. You know what I mean? I see why he got slapped. So, I'm going to leave it at that. But he's one of those, He's he was that guy, he was around that, that Mexican dude um, that was saying, oh, so I'm the nigger of white people. And he was like, yeah, he's a freaking, like, and Jerry Steinfeld had to check these mother. a white guy had to check these motherfuckers, right? So, <sighs> so, um, yeah, man, I, I see why he got slept. You know what I mean? But 
Um, see why, you know, I see why he got what he had. Because he's real obnoxious. He be soft. He be tap-toeing for the, tip-toeing for the, for the white supremacist and... My mama told me don't fight in front of white folks. I'm like, nigga, get your punk ass out of here with that bull crap, man. Like, you know, get your shit off on Will Smith, but stop making white people feel comfortable. You know, uh, just, uh, you know, corny shit, man. Weirdo. But I'm all for that, man. But, um, the main, and, and another thing I want to talk about, um, Young Miami was live on TV, not TV, on IG Live, um, and she was on there saying, I don't want to get married, and men are not faithful, blah, blah, blah. Shorty, the type of men you want aren't faithful. Those rich dudes aren't faithful. There's some rich, faithful niggas out there. But the type of dudes that you're after and the type of dudes that you want, they're not going to be faithful. You was messing with a billionaire who was with a woman for 10 years and never put a ring on her finger, never tried to marry her, never did nothing. And she wound up marrying his trainer. So that lets you know how corny of a nigga P. Diddy is. He's a corny dude, man. Like, I'm not hating on P. Diddy. I'm not coming at him, but he's whack. Do you not realize that he was with a woman for 10 years and never put a ring on her finger? And then he fucking around and had a baby last year? Like, yo, P. Diddy got money, man. He's never going to settle down. All this time, he didn't settle down. Like, those are the type of dudes that you went after. Now, you saying... Then you you up there, oh man, oh, I don't want to get married. It ain't that you don't want to get married. It's not that men aren't faithful. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that shit. You know what the main factor is? A man has never sat down. A man has never got on one knee. A man has never got on one knee and proposed to you or offered marriage to you. But you got a baby. I don't know how many kids you got, but I know you wasn't married to neither one of them niggas that you had a baby by. Like, we already know. So, can we stop this delusion that, oh, I don't want to get married. I'm living my life up. You got to be this. You got to be that. Shorty. A nigga's never offered to marry you. I remember some chick... When I was about to get married, was going around saying, oh, I don't want to get married. That's not what it, it ain't that you don't want to get married, bitch. Nobody offered marriage to you, young lady. Like, I want women to stop doing that. Because a woman is never going to sit up there and say, I don't want to get married. No, it's not that you don't want to get married. Every woman wants to get married. A multitude of women told me this. They want to get married, 
But it's just that the right man, the right opportunity, everything has to be right at that time for him to offer you marriage. If that man does not offer you marriage or another man does not offer you marriage, if a nigga done nutted than you, if he done shot your club up four or five times and you done got three babies, three, four babies by some nigga, he has not married you, of course you don't want to get married because he's never offered it to you. Like, what? My God, like, come on, man. If a man has made you a mother without putting a ring on your finger more than once, no. At least my parents were talking about marriage and they planned on getting married. It just didn't work out. But for you to still be with a nigga after 20 some odd years or however long women been with certain men and he has never put a ring on your finger, that tells me a lot about him and you. He don't look at you as a wife. Because I'm telling you, main man would have if he wanted to marry, he would have been married. You ain't no boyfriend and girlfriends for 30 plus years. Come on, cuz. But, um, yeah, I, we have to stop living in these delusions of grandeur. Like, that's the delusions of grandeur. Like, oh, man, I don't want it. No, ain't nobody offer you marriage, sis. It ain't that you don't want to get married. Nobody offered it to you. Like, we got to be real with ourselves. Like, um, just got to be real with ourselves, man. And to segue into something else, speaking of IG Live, did we catch John Morant on IG Live flashing a goddamn gun? Come on, young brother. You have a signature shoe with Nike. You got your own shoe with Nike. They don't give a lot of players their own shoe, bruh. Like, I can think of Michael Jordan having his own shoe. LeBron, Kobe, Paul George got his own shoe with Nike. Kevin Durant got his own shoe with Nike. Even having a signature shoe, period, brothers and sisters, like... Penny Hardaway got his own signature shoe with Mike with Nike. Oh man, we are living in times where this young brother man got a signature shoe. Kevin, KD had, I mean Kyrie had one. We are living in these times. Where um, this young brother, man, he needs to get his life in order. Get your life in order. Stop trying to be gangster. Or you may be gangster, you may not be gangster, whatever the case may be. We have to, as black people, we gotta leave this thug stuff alone, man, because it is it's not even glorified in the actual community, it's just glorified through music. 
and they were talking about how music is connected to bandwidths, connected to brainwaves, and oh man, it, it's it's just real deep, and it, it's getting to the point now where brothers and sisters, we're gonna have to make a decision: Are we gonna be millionaires and billionaires, or do we just want to be street thugs? And I'll be right back. Quick commercial break.
Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. But we was discussing John Morant flashing guns. And, you know, he's been getting in trouble, allegedly punching a 17-year-old at a pickup game at his house. Allegedly flashing a gun. And then people talking about he's throwing up crip signs, allegedly. And I'm like... I'm like, what the, what the fuck do you, you know, it's one thing. All right, listen, the brother needs some help. As, as a people, we need to get together. We need to try to help this brother out. But what I noticed with these so-called uh, black think tanks, I noticed what they doing right now. They piling on them, brother. Listen, he needs help. He needs help. You know. He needs help. He needs to get out of Dodge. And he needs to just stay off of social media. Because I think social media has a lot to do with this. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about. What is the effects of social media and music on our people? And I'm not going to blame music too much because we can control that. We can control what we listen to. So, I'm not going to put all the onus... Social media has effects on our people. And one young lady, she brung it to attention that when you start getting money, when you start getting the girls that you couldn't get in high school, you know, you just get any woman you want or you just get anywhere you went to and you touching millions of dollars. You don't have a good rationale. You don't have a good rationale. You don't have the right people around you. You gotta put yourself in position. You gotta have the right folks around you. People that'll tell you like, yo, this is how you can't move that. And the people around you have to be the the, 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 the outliers. They have to be the people <clears throat> that is helping you. Because if you're looking at it, brother, you're the bad. If you go to jail, if you get locked up, them niggas ain't going to eat. They don't know how to eat. Your parents depending on you. 
even though none of these people should be depending on you, but you put yourself in that position where they have to depend on you. Like I said, I'm not here to tell the young blood what he should or shouldn't be doing. But if I can also reach out and, and offer an opening hand to this brother, I know he'll never listen to my podcast or even worry about me. But when you have a young brother immensely talented who could be the face of this league and got the world in the palm of his hands, he out here trying to play RoboCop and Super Thug. That's when we have a big issue. I'm not going to pile on the young brother. He needs help. He needs to be in the right situation around the right people. But another point that, that brought me to this. Another point that brought me to this. Stephen A. Smith brought something to light. <laughs> and I know it's the same in the NFL. They have retired officers and they have the FBI on their payroll, brothers and sisters. That's how all the stuff gets leaked. That's how they, they're following you. They're making, they're treating you like property. They fit well. I made an investment on them. I'm, I'm, I might as well treat them like my property. That's not how you treat people, man. And Stephen A. Smith is one of them, them, them weirdo niggas that put this type of business out there. And I think they're gonna call him up and like, why are you out us, nigga? But it's the truth. They do. If you don't think that they don't have the FBI. But <laughs> when you live in, uh, like I said, that, that lifestyle, and you got all these millions of dollars, bruh, they're protecting their investment. You are their property, essentially. And I hate to put people in that light and all that stuff, but that's the truth. You're a $40 million slave. And they talked about it in the book. But, um, yeah, man, I just, I hope the brother gets the help he needs. I hope he gets away from the people that he's near because I think that they are a bad influence on him. And I think his father needs to just step in and, and stop trying to be a celebrity and get a hold on your son and tell him like, yo, you the bag. We can't have this. You're the bag. We can't have this. But listen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, 
like I said, man, in uh, June 2023, we're going to do a rebrand. I'm taking six months off. It's going to be a rebrand. I won't be on Anchor anymore, but I will give y'all the details once I figure everything out. Listen, man, I love y'all. Thanks for all the support, man. Just thank you for it because I never thought I'd get this far. The three years I've been doing this, um, it's been real good. It's been a beautiful thing. Um, I love y'all. Y'all my people. Y'all my family. My supporters. Peace, blessings, and prosperity. I'm out.